I've learned that I'm easily influenced. It's me, Cindy. I could say I have recently come to the conclusion, but the truth is I've been aware for a long time. Back when some fashion or other hit the scene and I recoiled in some sense of horror, then was more mildly repelled, then just felt it wasn't for me, then, yeah, added it to my personal wardrobe. No, I'm not talking about the cutout shoulder look, which is still up there with, do clothing designers think they can just sell us on anything? If you wore or wear the cutout shoulder thing, no disrespect. It's just not a universal design that works well on everyone. Anyway, so it was the gradual acceptance of whatever that was that made me aware that for as solid as my opinion could be on any one day, my personal opinion can travel over to other territory at some point. Is that a good thing? Does it make me flexible? Or does it make me too easily manipulated? I'm reading a book now, a book of essays. So each is short enough to maintain my full attention from start to finish, there's a plus, before I get distracted by something shiny or furry or the phone rings or I remember there's something I have to do or I get hungry or I'm too tired to read. You get it. Short bits of reading, I got that. This book is by Ann Patchett, who's a pretty great writer, which also makes sticking with her easier. And each essay that I read is making me want to do or see or read or whatever, whatever the essay's about. Maybe it's because she's such a good writer, but almost every piece so far has made me want to... Well, the first essay is about writing, and it got me itchy to be writing. A story, a play, an essay? Odds are good I could get that much done, at least before my attention is diverted or I run out of words. There's one about traveling and time in Paris, and it made me want to go back to Paris. I was there once. It was a dream to go, and getting there was a win because I made it, but more because it was every bit and then some as beautiful and perfect as I had imagined. Of course, after nearly two years of pretty much barely leaving the house, it's not hard to trigger the, I want to go anywhere or somewhere. You're with me there, aren't you? Uh Uh-huh. The essay, How to Practice, is about her motivation to pare down, partly because she has too much stuff, like everybody else, but also because she realizes a lot of what she has, or at least a sizable chunk, is related to other stages in her life and no longer needed or used, like holding on to baby clothes. I'm like, ah, what a great way to look at the excess and part with it. I could do that. I've gotten rid of stuff, but this is a good perspective, thinking about what I have that is of no use to me, and how it could be of great use to somebody else. What Anne did was fill laundry baskets and bring them to her basement, and then invite friends and friends of friends and children of friends over to help themselves. Well, I'm not doing that. There's no room in my basement. But the point is, I'm thinking about it, influenced just from reading a couple of pages in a book. There's another essay called My Year of No Shopping. Yeah, that title tells it all. And I have to tell you, I've already done that. All right, well, not for a year, but a couple of months, maybe. Mostly after the big Christmas spendathons when the thrill of shopping has been burned off by boredom and exhaustion and I'm out of money. But I read this essay and I'm like, yeah, I could do that. But could I? TGMX has my email address now. Not a day goes by that I don't find something in the inbox from them or Marshalls or Home Goods teasing and taunting me with new finds. Fresh new fashions, cute shoes, invitations to dress up my home or get in on early bird savings. No, no, and no. That's where being easily influenced becomes a danger. Okay, a hazard, but no, I'm going to unsubscribe. Get off the list that leaves me dangerously exposed to temptation. Not like I run out and buy what they're selling, but I have to admit it creates a little burst of dopamine or endorphins or whatever hormone shopping triggers. I will not be manipulated. Except when I am. 
Same thing with Target. I got to remain strong, vigilant, resistant to the charms of the sales, the promise of the happiness that something new, colorful, or fun will add to my life. And beyond just the general marketing, they've all started doing this email stalking, sending, you left this in your cart, or you looked at the whatever, bring it home before it's gone. So now they're playing to, what's it called? Uh, Some version of fear of missing out, or an updated version of how toy commercials used to use this, be the first one on your block to own, honestly. I can tell you as a kid, I never gave a hoot about being the first or the last on my block. But had I been competitive, that might have driven me to nag my parents half to death till I scored. Maybe that was before I was so easily influenced. But beyond shopping and fashion and the influence of a really good writer, I wonder how susceptible I really am to influence on the things that really matter. And in this day and age where we're all pretty much having our own personal information streams shaped and customized and perpetuated by algorithms... What is the likelihood that outside influences could even reach us? I was talking with Leanna yesterday. She was telling me about this experiment that she heard where everyone was asked to do a search on the word freedom and each person's results were in sync with their existing beliefs. How's that happen? That's because much of the online world is crafted to reward you with what you want to see, not necessarily what you should be seeing or might benefit you from seeing. So I did a little digging. I learned a new term. It's called the filter bubble. Have you heard it? Essentially, it's the result of website algorithms showing results based on the user, your location, past click behavior, and search history. Creepy, right? Then it shows you the related information based on what you'd like to see rather than a different perspective. In effect, the filter bubble allows people who get most of their information online to stay in their lane rather than seeing a bigger picture so nothing changes their current beliefs or mindset. And nothing's going to. You want to see what you're not being shown? You can do the same search on whatever you usually use and then do it on duckduckgo.com, duckduckgo.com, That's a search engine that doesn't track you, so it'll give you unbiased, impartial results. You can see more implications of this filter bubble thing on streaming services. Netflix is always telling me what they think I'm going to like, and it's based on what I've already watched, which I didn't necessarily love, but what would I like that they're not telling me about because I don't know it exists? The same with news shows. I put those in quotes, news shows, because Fox and MSNBC are not news, but rather news from where we sit, opinion pieces. Hey, look over here. Here's what I think. You're never going to hear about all the good Biden is trying to do on Fox because that won't serve their hardcore viewers. And that's where the money is. First and foremost, Fox and MSNBC are businesses, and they're going to continue to put profit over what's good for the people like us every time. Again, take a look at the documentary, The Brainwashing of My Dad, or watch the documentary Outfoxed if you really want to understand how and why working for the public interest is not in their playbook. Same with social media, where algorithms are working to keep us plugged in longer. I'm sure you've heard this before, but when it comes to the internet, you are not the consumer. You are the product. So you'll see what you've already shown that you like or are interested in. And the longer your eyeballs stay on Instagram or Facebook or Target, the more you'll help make them money. Nice of you, but is that what you want to accomplish today? Did you know that Twitter, Instagram, and other social media sites load slowly not because they can't manage to speed things up, but because they artificially lengthen the time between when you click on the app and when the content shows up. Why? 
They want to increase the sense of anticipation, which keeps you coming back again and again. I mean, that's crazy. But it turns out humans are more motivated by intermittent, unpredictable rewards than anticipated ones. Studies show, for instance, nobody would play a slot machine that returned 89 cents every time they put in a dollar. And even though that's what'll happen over time, the bells and whistles jack up the anticipation and delight those deep recesses of the brain. So there you go. Our brains also like achievable goals. So if Starbucks offers a free coffee after we buy 12, we're more likely to buy coffee there than a place across the street, which is sort of like how CVS keeps giving me a 40% off coupon every week. Because they know that if I go in to save 40% on a single non-sale item, odds are really good I'll grab some other stuff too. The lure of the coupon, it's almost irresistible. Unless it's that 20% off at Bed Bath & Beyond, which seems to me to be so overpriced that 20% still doesn't bring it down to near what I'll pay at TJ Maxx. There's nothing wrong with being influenced by people or ideas or fashion or a coupon or the urge to shop or to believe a particular school of thought by not liking or not wanting or not believing something, and then liking or wanting or believing it. But it could be good to take a look at your shifting perspective. Consciously decide, is this what I want to do or think or believe or accept now? Or am I being manipulated? Is this a trick? I'll have to ponder all that. I got to get to CVS before my coupon expires. And I need, uh, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I am. No, well, listen, while I argue with myself about whether to cash in on that coupon or not, you could listen to another episode or two of the It's Me, Cindy podcast. You could even sign up or subscribe and hear more of, well, just me trying to make life a little better, a little easier, or at least a little more fun. Thanks for listening.